Welcome to a fantastic episode of the Fantastic Mr. Podcast. Zach Briggs here, Justin Strange, Jake Kramers. How's it going, guys? Hey. 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 So today we're going to be talking about the technology we see in movies, whether it's a prominent central focus of the film or just something we noticed in the background. I feel like when I see movies, technology is always at the forefront of my mind. Um, but uh, I think movies with AI are my my most recent big fascination. So talking movies like Her and Upgrade, and there's a number of others, but those are the two that stand out to me. I guess when, let's open it up um, to you know, what you guys think when it comes to technology in movies. And it's such a broad uh, question, but yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, Justin, what, what do you think when you, I hear, you hear technology in film these days, especially? Uh, a movie that doesn't come to mind, but what I think of first is like Black Mirror. If y'all have seen Black Mirror, the TV show, um, it's all about how technology is like, you know, it screws dangerous us over. Technology. Yeah, very dangerous. A lot of it's dangerous. And it's all like it's like technology that we don't have, you know, like, yeah, they have phones, but they also have these little contacts you can put in your eyes that you can, you know, see you can rewind and look at your past memories and stuff like that. And I just watched. Um, an episode with Aaron Paul who, and with Josh Hartnett actually, which is crazy. He's just like popped back up on the scene anyway. Sorry. Um, with Aaron Paul and Josh Hartnett where they're, they're astronauts and they work in a space station, but they have these replica robots that, that live in their home. Um, so just like stuff like, like crazy stuff that we don't, I don't, I don't know how close we are, but I feel like we're not that close to any it's, technology like that. It's the world we'll live in. If Cox ever gets that 10 gig internet that they promise everyone, you know, those commercials where they're like 10 gig playing ping pong. And then it's like, Oh, they're, they're actually in a virtual space. That's what, that's <laughs> when Cox actually gets us the, the 10 gig internet. Will be for for everyone. That's the world we'll be living in. We'll be sending sending real people up in space and have their their androids at home. Yeah, that'd be cool. This is this is the world that the Cox wants wants for us. I guess um, another a movie that comes to mind is like or anything with like virtual reality. So, um, Lawnmower Man is one of them. Um, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Um, just anything with some sort of virtual reality. I can't think of any right now. But and Ready Player One. Oh yeah, that's a good one. A and, good or one. or even um, Free Guy. Who, oh yeah, Free Guy is awesome. Yeah, yeah that's like that's a great family. family. Yeah, that's a that was a, a oh good movie and uh, oh you know there is another movie with Ryan Reynolds. Um, oh, it's called I think it's called Selfless with him and Ben Kingsley. Where basically Ben Kingsley's character, it's kind of like Get Out, where he takes his his brain and stuff and and implants it into a younger oh, body. Oh yeah, they like switch brains. He like takes over his brain and yeah, and he like slowly becomes the other guy. Yeah, he he pretty much is like, I want to keep living, so I'm gonna put my brain in him. And that was before Ryan really blew up, wasn't it? I think it was like, I mean, yeah, it was before he got became Deadpool and he became even more famous than he is now. And but I, he was pretty famous then. Um, but he, he wasn't really known for doing dramas and that movie was, was a drama like through and through no, no real comedy or anything. My two films that come to mind immediately for me are Eagle Eye, 2008 films starring Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah. That was a cool, oh uh, no. Wait. Yeah. Directed by DJ Caruso. I'm thinking um, of uh, and Ex, Ex Machina, 
uh, directed by Alex oh, Garland, yeah. starring Alicia Vikander, uh, mm-hmm. I'll probably butchering their names, Donald Gleason, and then Oscar Isaac. It's a great movie. Very yeah, slow, but very cerebral. Great movie. And that was, and I'm glad you mentioned AI and robots at the beginning of the film because that was, I wasn't sure whether this would qualify as a a technology film. I wasn't Definitely. Sure about it's such about. so broad. I mean, cell phones I, I, and laptops yeah. and stuff. Like, why don't the teenagers call for help? Or if it was exactly. more just technology in general. So technology in general. Movies, I think yeah. of. Yeah, I feel like there's so much prominence in the world right now. We're talking about AI and the taking over the chat GPT or whatever the term is. The term is mm-hmm. there's so much more talk about um, AI, and it's nice to see how it's interpreted in movies. And I feel like it's been interpreted in movies for for decades in film. Yeah. Now, whereas we're getting a little bit closer to making artificial intelligence be making a reality, it's a, that much more like kind of ominous i feel like in some ways um i, I think elysium that movie that i don't know if you guys seen it with uh, seen it. matt damon uh the it's kind of similar to upgrade where this dude gets a, a chip inserted into his body and it gives him super human uh powers in a way and just i mean not really talking about the story uh, for per se but just th- that ability uh that having this chip that transforms your entire human uh, body i mean that's pretty uh, crazy make you do things you can't normally do um well um if we're gonna talk about technology then blue beetle you know blue beetle the scarab is inside him and he's like it's like connecting with his i I literally just watched this movie so it's still fresh on the brain no pun intended (laughs) because it it like tries to essentially goes inside him and connects to his brain I thought it goes up his ass or something. Well, okay. It said it, it went inside him and they're like, how did it go inside you? And then um, George Lopez's character is like, it went up his ass. And he's like, it didn't go up my ass. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, that's that's alien technology, though. And, and always, and it seems like always, alien technology is so much better than our technology. They're always like centuries ahead of us as far as technologies go it seems like and like i really want to create a movie or write a movie or see a movie where we go to an alien planet and we're just better than them like why is it they always have the better like even like transformers all right like their their whole planet is technology basically and it's just like and then they come to earth and they can take over technology i don't know it's just like they all that they always have so much better technology than we do it's crazy I mean, it's because they're the ones that that come to us, man. That's we, true. The That's why I guess galaxy will be the will be the invader. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. I guess that's why if we go if we go to planet first, that's why we would probably have better technology because yeah. they didn't come to us first. That is true. Because um, they could probably with their technology travel light years. I bet. Yeah, we need to get all the aliens here crashing, steal their technology. Then we could think about going. I mean, to they're places. here, baby. Well, apparently. Apparently. Let's talk about uh like <laughs> you've seen several movies just about like the like social how social networks are integrated into movies like an entire movies like mm-hmm. taking place on like Zoom or like various social media. There's one movie um that is like a horror flick. It's like a British film. I forgot what it's called, but it, it it's all over like some type of um, video conferencing. I was looking at. I have found a list. Uh, 10 great movies that tell their stories through a computer screen. And then I found another yeah. one, the best movies set entirely on screens and they they really overlap both of these lists. So there's no sense in doing both of them, but uh, 
The ones I've seen on this list um, is Unfriended. I've seen, I saw that in theaters. It's really cool to see these movies in theaters because, like, like right now, you know, we're we're on we're on Zoom, and this is what the movie is, right? Um, especially Unfriended. Unfriended, they're all on a different screen, or they're all in, in different houses. Um, so, only thing we can really see is what's going on on the screen. Really, so were you hesitant? At first, seeing the movie, like, oh, an entire an hour and a half movie. And I'm just no. looking at a bunch of four panels or so. <laughs> I think that was the first movie I'd ever seen that was like that. And it didn't really bother me. Even going into it, I was like, this should be cool. And um, I found a real, like, love for those kind of movies. Like, if I if I can find those kind of movies to watch, I'll watch them because they're, they're pretty cool. And then there's a sequel uh, called Unfriended, Unfriended the Dark Web. And I actually own it as well. And it's just the same thing, just... You know, they 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 dive into the dark dark web somehow, and things happen, and blah 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 blah. And um, it's pretty it's pretty neat movie. It's not as good as the first one. The first one is still not that great, but it's better than the sequel. So, is the audio quality similar to like how maybe word it sounds like for us? I guess maybe not everyone has a great mic, but in the movie, is the sound the audio sound like convincing? If someone doesn't have a big fancy mic, does it sound? No, it, it doesn't sound. It, it sounds like. Um, pretty much what it would sound like if we were watching a regular movie. Right. Um, just, okay. it just, I mean, it just sounds normal to me. It did some, I don't really notice anything. Um, I want some lagginess. I want some grain. Well, I mean, in, I mean in, there are the like, video. there are scenes where, where the video scrambles, but that's because there's a demon in, in there. And they're screwed. <laughs> yes, he's been jump scared. A demon yeah. causes technological issues, I guess. Cool. Yeah, dude, they do it all the time. It's like turning off the lights, you know, the ghost <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that's just they screw everything up man a really good one and this might be on your list or not a really interesting movie uh that heavily uses that kind of concept is spree with um uh yeah. joe keery that's on your it's on your list cool. yeah they they call uh, it a, oh go ahead i'm sorry go ahead i'll take it's that. it's basically all shot on it it's made to look like it's all shot on gopros but the gist of this guy is basically he he wants to get famous he wants to be an influencer he he has a ride share program and so he tries to get people to get in his car and he like interviews them as as they go about but it's all shot on like little gopros set up around his his car so all the shots are in or from the source of his car or whether like or like a cell phone where he like holds a cell phone and goes to them so it's oh. all through these angles um and basically the dude's crazy and i don't i want to spoil it but he goes through some pretty extreme lengths to become I think I think become famous told, i think you've told us about this movie yeah i'll read the description and i didn't realize yeah, it's curious he, he's the dude that plays steve harrington on stranger things. yes the dude who plays steve harrington on stranger yeah, things okay, and yeah. it's wild yeah i think you've told us about this i'm movie. guessing it's violent Looking at the yeah, okay. Yeah, images. I, I guess he turns into a serial killer. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's but basically, yeah, dude, it's it's right here. It's on the description. Taxi driver, but rideshare edition. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy, and he's got like a yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but it, it kind of goes off the rails. But it's all set on like GoPros and like security cams that you cool. would put in your car. So they're on like dash cams, GoPros, cell phones. It's neat. all from because like he's idea. he's live streaming everything he does. Everything he does 24-7. Yeah. yeah. So um speaking of that, and this is just a story, it's not about a movie. Um when I was working at Channel Four, I had a friend who was like he was really like impressed that he had a friend that shot 
he like shot a movie using a backup camera on like a Prius. And I was like, okay, now you're kind of reaching. Like you're just trying to do something different to do something for the sake of doing something different. It has nothing to do with art. It seems like I could be wrong. People might disagree. I don't know. With me. I feel like that's, that's the greatest, Sounds that's silly. the greatest indicator that it's art. It's is the greatest that indicator that you're trying to portray it as art. Now, if the movie sucks, <laughs> I don't know. It, I guess it depends on how the movie is, but it's like, it just, when he told me, let me, let me just say, when he told me about it, I was like, that sounds ridiculous. But hey, I have a motto, and my motto is every movie is worth watching once. So if someone presented this Prius backup cam movie to me, and I was like, watch this, I'd be like, all right, and I'll check it out. But I don't know, it just sounded silly. Um, so there's also a. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 it's fine. I was going to say, uh, there's also another movie similar to kind of like Unfriended, but it, I only remember it because it's got uh, Elijah Cho. Wood. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Elijah Wood in it. Yeah, Elijah Wood. And it's like. Yeah, it's like, uh, that's what made me remember. It's Elijah Wood, and he, like, uh, he wins this contest to meet with an actress, but she, she, uh, uh, leaves, she ghosts him. She doesn't show up. And, like, this hacker gives him access to all of her personal technology so he can, like, hack in and look at her through her phones and her security cameras and stuff like that. And that, as movies go, it goes off the rails as well. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Open yeah. windows. Yeah. Yes, open windows. I don't remember what it was called. I just remembered. I I oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> Sasha Gray, Neil Meskel. Interesting. Sasha Gray. Sasha Gray's in the movie, yeah. Who's Sasha Gray? Why do I know that name from? She's a, I think she's a voice actor. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking it up. I'm looking her up. Oh, oh well, by the way, um, yeah. a quick side side note. Um, whatever your name is, Zach. Uh, Sup. <laughs> Sup. Uh, I saw the preview, the trailer for Dune Two, Dune Part Two today. I don't. I, I know you like that movie, so I thought I'd awesome. Thought I'd that was your first time you saw it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What? I didn't. Uh, yeah, that's all I had to say. Oh, where was the tech? Like a lot of technology, a lot of futuristic technology in that movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. I just said it as a side note. Uh, I do have a question though. Like, what about like? Um, so I have two movies that I want to ask you guys about. What about Back to the Future? Would you consider the time the the DeLorean? I mean, it's technology, right? Yes. And they use technology to get to the future. I mean, anything time traveling, I guess. Or what yeah, that, would you this, think? That was my question for this episode to Zach: Is what are we counting as technology? Because like, ex machina I mean, is technology, but it's also like not. It's not possible. At least not possible. right now. Yeah, but, and then Back to the Future is technology, but it's also. Not possible. Like anything could be it's, technology. It's technology it. based in you no know, theory and uh, stuff that scientists are trying to figure out. So what about movies like VHS? Like the movies VHS? I don't know what that is. Movie? You don't never seen VHS before? Mm -mm. So it's a horror film. Uh, I'll tell you about the first one real quick. Uh, it's a horror film in which these people, I think if I'm not, not mistaken, the first one is about these people that are going to rob this place or something or go find somebody. I can't remember exactly, but they're searching through this house and they find this big stack of VHS tapes and they just watch them. And basically the movie is like short um, films that are like horror films on these VHS tapes. Hmm. It's like the so, ring 2.0. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right? I guess, but the ring, the, the tape, in the ring has an effect on the people who watch it, right? It really doesn't do that in this movie. It really is just like, it's like there's watching. Dudes, they're just watching a bunch of short horror films. Yeah, I mean, well, Psycho made short horror films, but it's more like these. I think it's implied that these things actually happened, 
that happen in these yeah i mean horror, horror films, films is in like they're horrific to see like yeah. oh my god someone did this yeah it's like real stuff that somebody taped um so like what's your stance on that as far as like technology goes because this is stuff that you know has been around since the late 70s or whatever yeah i mean that's awesome i mean any way you could show how you're using basic everyday use uh things we use technology wise yeah I just, just the know. way it's portrayed i guess I should know. there's no yeah, boundaries yeah. with this episode okay because like they use that technology throughout the entire movie right and mm-hmm. it's and there's and there's i think five movies out vhs one two viral 94 99 and so i haven't seen 94 99 yet but you know it's just the same kind of concept throughout the whole thing um, except for vhs viral i think is more like a internet type videos not necessarily vhs tapes i can't remember some of those movies just they all just kind of blend in blend together because the third one wasn't that good i think you could talk about the importance of how found footage is you know shown how technology uh you know with oh, yeah. hold, holding a camera around the mm-hmm. shaky cam uh it's been kind of evolutionary in some ways for well, movies yeah. and sometimes for like for like it not it's not showing it in the best light either well, but i think paranormal activity for me yeah. seeing the security cam footage um shots um throughout that film it's been a while since i've seen any of those movies love but. those movies and, and it, it's <laughs> like the stories aren't super i don't know how to explain this uh, a lot of people don't like the stories and in, in at least some of the later paranormal activities mm-hmm. but i like them all mainly because one thing they're horror films two they're found footage right um, so that you know they're not real, but it's like it's just the 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 format, you know, and that, yeah. I think that's what does it for me is like this guy, you know, the first one is about this guy who just is recording everything because they started hearing noises and blah, 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 blah. So he's recording everything to make sure to see if he sees anything. Um, and basically the whole film is throughout through this guy's camera. Yeah, I like I like movies that rely on on technology as the basis because like it is interesting with every advance of technology we get movies that would not have been made without that invention like the the big thing right now for a lot of movies or television shows like black mirror things or the emergence of ai and robotics and material like that yeah they're able to incorporate them in a more uh in a in a more naturalistic way as opposed to just science fiction they get they get, they're moving closer from science fiction to just science <laughs> and yeah i like that as new technology is invented and incorporated into society movies start incorporating them to create these very interesting stories yeah um, like yeah, that that wouldn't have either that either would not have been interesting or would not have been paid attention to, and without the emergence and popularity of of that. Well, um, the other day I was talking to my students, and they they mentioned that like they're like, how can they make these movies about something they know nothing about? And then she was implying that they have to know something that 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 this has to be happening for people to understand it and know how to like the one movie they brought up was they cloned Tyrone, which I haven't seen, but you know, it's a movie about people who are getting cloned kind of like, it's kind of like get out except with clones. And they're like, how do they make movies with things they don't know anything about? I'm like, well, either they're guessing they're making the science up, which is very possible Mm -hmm. that they make the science up and, and make it sound good. Um, 
or somehow or another, the directors talked to somebody who's cloned something and said, this is how we do it, which, you know, screenwriters and stuff do that. They'll call people up and they'll go do research before they write the screenplay and be like, Hey, I need to know exactly how he did this. And so they'll go in and watch them do it or listen to them, explain it. And then they'll be like, okay, great. And put it in their screenplay. It makes it sound legit. Yeah. Or they take that and extrapolate it to take it to its farthest extent. So like, obviously, I mean, at least not, uh, publicly admitted, no human has been cloned, as far as the okay. general public knows. Yeah. That's I'm sure it's happening, but I mean, we don't knows, know that, right? <laughs> but but like we've definitely cloned animals, and so a screenwriter can go and say, okay, how do you clone a sheep? How do you clone a chicken? Like, what do you do? And you can extrapolate, like, oh, that's what they do for an animal. Well, this process is probably really similar for a human. Yeah, thanks to cell phones. Like, oh, we see where the where technology is going we see where ai is going mm-hmm. like, let's extrapolate what what makes sense in the future if it continues to go in the direction that it's going i feel um, like another... movies movies about ai always have this negative undertone it's about the dangers if it gets too far it's too autonomous it learns too much i guess that's the one of the messages that it seems like it's driven in every mm-hmm. movie i've seen about artificial intelligence yeah. I guess, uh, you, know, you kind of need that conflict to make it somewhat interesting it can't just be everything's working well like where's the yeah the point where we okay mm-hmm. i'm waiting for something to happen well you well, know what's interesting it's is... not no, it's not supposed to be normal yet yeah yeah. What's, what's interesting is, is especially with like AI and technology, some writers can do some really great predictions. Like, for instance, I find it very ironic. You know, we're talking about AI and technology for Hollywood now when there's when there is a uh, the WGA is on a writer's strike over that exact same purpose. Like they're mm-hmm. striking. And this is not the only reason, but a significant portion of this, a, a not insignificant portion of this is the fact that Hollywood producers want to use ai to write scripts for them to write for them yeah they want to they want to uh to uh to to scan actors and actresses and and get voice recordings from them and scan their likeness scan their voice create stories with their likeness and not pay the actor themselves um like that's a very real thing that's that's happening right now as we speak mm-hmm. and there's a movie from 2013 called the congress um in which uh robin white she's uh the actress that plays princess buttercup uh if for all of you who are familiar with right. princess bride she plays uh, princess buttercup from the princess bride but she plays a fictional version of herself where she's kind of down and out of work and she gets offered to be the first actress to be digitally recreated. And she has to sign all all of her rights away and stuff like that. Um, and it goes in a completely kind of different direction. Uh, it's very interesting. It incorporates uh, live action and very trippy 2D animation. All I have to say is the premise of that movie is what's literally what they're trying to force today. But at least in the movie, it was an offer. Like, you know, they, they offered and paid her for it. They're literally trying to bring actors and actresses in and scan them or use material that they've already scanned for previous VFX. Like, they're trying to use it in perpetuity without paying these people. That's crazy. Like it's happening. Yeah, for Obi-Wan, the series, James Earl Jones didn't read one line of dialogue. 
Yeah, but he was he was paid for his. Uh, he was paid for, though, but, but but that's what they're capable. Of. I didn't know. I, I mean, it sounded like as if he was in the booth. To be honest, yeah. reading these lines with the inflection and the tone, it sounded like as if he was back in Return of the Jedi from all those years. All those years ago, I was like a little skeptical. I was like, what, why does he sound so great and forceful here? But he didn't sound. He sounded a bit older in Rogue One when we. That's it. Real life example. I mean, I don't, there's probably plenty of others that we don't know about. That's technology on the forefront. I mean, even going back to Star Wars, you like Rogue One specifically, General Tarkin and uh, Leia are CGI and they both speak. I don't know if General Tarkin, if they're using voice clips from him or if they just have some sort of impersonator, but I assume that with Princess Leia, they probably found the word hope somewhere in some of the elder. I mean, it's just one word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she had to have said it before. And then they stuck it in there, you know? It's like kind of the same same concept. Yeah, The Last Jedi and the scene where Rey's like having that I mean, that, tr- that tunnel, like Luke-esque tunnel sequence in Dagobah. She had her own version. She hears the word uh, Rey, and it's a, it's a mix between Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan. But I think they I think they recorded their voice for that. If well, they mistaken. they took they took previous lines from Alec Guinness. Oh yeah, and yeah I guess that he had used in other languages, and they spliced it with yeah. dialogue that Ian McGregor. Yeah, yeah. I guess Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness isn't alive anymore, right? He's pr- pretty no. dead. Yeah, he was pretty old and <laughs> turning the jet. Or in, uh... he looked like he looked ancient in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Are there? I, I, what's that movie? Just you're going to see at the theater, but you say, ah, I don't want to see. It's that rose, that romance movie, and the the couple, the 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 Tinder or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't remember that. I think a lot of TV shows, especially like the movie it's or the series, love, the, love again, love again. Yeah, but there's the series. That's got you on in it. It grows. The, the, the series you about the serial killer and he's like maniacal and charming all at the same time i noticed just tv series like that and others in general they tend to have like the pop-up of the text bubbles and everything mm. so we, we get to see mm. uh, what they're texting without having to show the phone the phone which is kind of cool yeah the first production i saw with that was actually sherlock with benedict cumberbatch Oh. And that was the first time, which if you haven't seen that series, it's incredible. The, the the production for that is immaculate. That was the first time that I saw them using that in television, which I thought was a genius um, because that really solves a problem that is not very cinematic. How do you have a text conversation with someone without it looking like a boring pile of crap? You know? Yeah. But now they're able to emote and they're able to do other things and and yeah. you can just it's incorporated. I think great find on that, Zach. It was really yeah. cool. Uh, I watched an episode of Black Mirror last night. Um, Isn't uh, John Hamm in one of the episodes? Yeah, he's in one of the uh, um, older episodes. That was pretty good. Um, there was an episode where the phone rang and it wasn't like text message. It was the phone was ringing and they just they just on the screen they just put you know the iPhone. Like if you if you've ever seen someone call an iPhone, they put that screen up on the on there so you could see who was calling without having to look at the phone. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? It was pretty neat. I was like, I was like, that's like it was weird, but it was kind of cool at the same time because it was literally like it was almost looked like a picture of just that screen on the phone or on the screen, and then it went off when they ignored the phone call. Like it was, it was kind of neat. Cause you know, we're used to seeing, we're getting used to seeing the text bubbles and stuff now. Yeah. And this time you see like the whole, like someone's trying to call you, you don't want to answer it. And it's just, it just pops up on the screen. It was kind of, it was pretty neat. I also like how they, I don't know if, well, I don't know if I like it, 
but I understand how they've started to incorporate 16 by 9 footage in film and television as well. Like, you'll be watching a movie, then all of a sudden, I mean, they do on the news now, they do in commercials, like we're used to watching on a on a 16 by 9, and they will insert a 9 by 16, so a vertical oh, yeah. view of a cell phone or something on on the screen, and it's just... I mean, it's normal. We're to, like, like, we're used to seeing that, like when we do Zoom calls and someone shares their phone screen on a TV or a computer, and it's just black on both sides and the, the screen in the middle. Mm-hmm. And they've yeah. started to incorporate that into films as well, because people yeah. are, are used to seeing it. Well, like documentaries especially they'll like picture cell phone pictures and stuff they'll throw up on the screen and like even when i was uh working for the news like if i did that like my boss would be like okay but you need to don't just do he would he didn't like it when you did the black behind it yep. straight back so i'd you, have you to gotta, you gotta it's like zoom, zoom in, in and then blur gaussian blur yeah gaussian blur yeah. it's not called gaussian blur anymore um I I what, it's kinda, what um, is it called now it's not gaussian blur i think they changed it i just updated premiere Still Gaussian blurred. I'm almost me. positive. Oh, one time I tried it, and they're like, "We're getting rid of this." I'm like, "Okay, great." <laughs> I feel like I've, Gaussian blur is also kind of a not a cheap way to go about it, but you could like you know do the superimpose of like a phone or something, as you guys were t- kind of talking about. Or yeah, just like yeah. some nice, nice, uh, cool backdrop that you create. Well, um, like whenever um, they would put up graphics on the screen, and it was if it was like a text message or something, they would put a phone graphic around it sometimes mm-hmm. um, which they had just like a phone graphic chilling and you know and and this is the news i'm talking about like they just have a phone graphic ready ready to go if they needed it i want to see an innovative movie with no like a i don't know the, the, the tinder killer or something i don't know i think they have that i'm sure really? they do yeah yeah i mean they have some uh, documentaries about i'm sure it would be inspired by real life events i'm sure sadly but i'm, I'm thinking more for entertainment oh that's a documentary i was yeah. like the tinder swindler is uh yeah i haven't thing, seen that that's that's a, a documentary. documentary yeah but that's still I mean, hulu i think make a good drama i'm sure oh yeah i'm sure using tinder and all these other apps to swindle people out of the money a lot of people this, are desperate for I love think, or one night think, stand so they'll do oh, here's one called bad match tinder dating horror movie probably it sounds bad but oh, that's <laughs> got the word bad in it so <laughs> an internet dating playboy's life spirals out of control after meeting a woman online Ooh, 2017 so earlier days of that app well you even have shows like catfish oh all- yes <laughs> yeah it uses the internet all day long man uh, and i think catfish's show is based off a documentary catfish if i'm not mm. mistaken um and so yeah that's like all about using technology and and then you have shows like to catch a predator that uses a chat room i'm uh, chris hansen. i'm chris hansen let's have a seat just have a seat you are uh... i love i love that show it's like so gross but like it's just interesting that the things these men say when they go to these houses and they're like, oh, I was just going to tell them that what they're doing is wrong. It's like, oh, well, did you yeah, bring okay, condoms? Buddy. Yeah. It's like, what, did sure. you bring condoms with you? Well, I always have condoms on me. It's like, no, no, no. And the and techniques then, used for that show are you know, a lot of security cameras, hitting cameras, and then mm-hmm. comes out the big old cameras. Well, the, yeah. The big when they do their big reveal. <laughs> well, then they run outside and their police are waiting on them. In a ghillie suit. It's Check just, out that uh, John Murray cam. I can't believe like, oh, that's a whole other issue. Sorry. It's just, you know, I worked for the news and like, especially yes. when I worked production, you hear these stories and it's Crimes just Crimes like, against children. Yeah. Long it's horrible. The worst. Yeah. It's horrible. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a thing. <laughs> I just just thinking about it. Um. Anyway, moving Back on. To, uh, yeah. Technology. <laughs> so we've covered smartphones. We covered AI. We've covered robots. What have we not covered? Like we dabbled on time travel. How about movies where they're not like you're just watching a movie from like the early two thousands and it's the days before you know, smartphones were even a thing, and you're seeing like the the advent of like ooh cool big computers. I mean, I just felt like as a kid. I mean, that was normal. Like nothing was well, out of the norm. It just there was really nothing that stood out with technology. I felt like, at least for the movies I watched. Yeah, maybe I was watching a lot of cartoons to begin with, like Batman and all this oh. other stuff. So I was more inspired. Like, well, that's a cool looking gadget, but there was nothing <laughs> that was at the time. Wow, that, that's technology that's being created right now. Maybe there was. I mean, I mean you're older than me, Justin. Back in the eighties, nineties, was there something that was being was being invented I, that I, I, was I being, didn't. I didn't live in the 80s. I didn't live in the 80s for that long. <laughs> Let me go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, and as far as like movies and te- I, I didn't really watch. I don't know. I, I can't really think of any movies during the 90s that I mean, only oh, I think yes. of is, you've got mail. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's AOL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah, that is yes. a good one. That's a good. Uh, yeah. That's a good a- movie too. But um, uh, speaking of cartoons, Zach, um, made me think of this other cartoon I used to watch all the time. And I think it's a Steven Spielberg cartoon called Freakazoid. And essentially, it's this like nerdy kid who somehow taps into the internet to where he gets sucked into the internet and then turns into a superhero. Mm, freakazoid. Yeah. And I really liked that show. It was oh, I remember cool. that. I'm yeah. looking at the guy now. I remember that dude. Pretty sure I have it on DVD. Um, he looks kind of crazy. Yeah, he is crazy. He's like He's a freak. It's, it's like the mask, um, like if he were blue in a cartoon. So, he yeah. has the big old hair like Johnny Bravo in a way. Yeah, Freakazoid comes to mind because, you know, the internet is what created Freakazoid. Kind of weird. Okay, I guess I guess you could argue then the '90s was the, a lot of the technology it was emphasized or shown in some way was uh, the internet. Well, you know, um, thinking about it now, and I, I'm going to mention two: a movie and a show. Um, American Pie used webcams. Webcams. Weren't you amazed back then when I watched yeah. that movie for the first time like for that episode that week? I was like, what? They had great non-laggy webcam <laughs> they footage. Did. They had like this great internet that did not lag whatsoever. Not, back in the like, 90s, we still had dial-up. I mean, it, I mean here's had- a... Here's Something the thing else than dial-up, though. What webcams? <laughs> uh, webcams? Webcams were pretty cool. We had a webcam at my house, and so like when I saw that on American Pie, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. What, what would you What would you use a webcam for, though? Basically, to record ourselves. <laughs> um, and like that really didn't use it to like chat with anybody. I think we might have done it like once or twice, um, but it's basically recording ourselves doing stupid stuff. Yeah. But yeah, webcams were a thing. When I was a teenager, about at the time when American Pie came out. So, but yeah, I, I do remember thinking, like, as an adult, like, how is it that they're able to stream this so well in 1999? Like, internet was getting better, but it wasn't that good. And sometimes I think about that, like, with, um, like when they show, sometimes they'll show like old timey videos or something on on movies, and and it's all like like even like searching the movie searching, which is a movie that uses com- computer screens. They'll show videos of um, the family when they were younger and happy and all this stuff, and it's yeah. like this perfect sixteen by nine video on Windows XP. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, we didn't have when uh, sixteen a lot of sixteen by nine then. I don't even think we had any when Windows XP came out. This is not accurate. You know, this is like this is before about three. It needs to be way grainier. It was way too yeah. clear. I'm like, because a lot of those movies that that are shot in those those. And I found a, a term for those kind of movies called screen life movies. 
Screen Life. I've seen it a couple times, so I'll just call them Screen Life movies for now. But those movies, like, uh, I forgot what's going with this. What's the definition screen of Screen Life movies? Yeah, wait, wait, hang on. <laughs> His train of thought's almost there. Yeah, I need to. Most, he's almost Justin's almost. I think screen, li- screen life movies are like movies that utilize screens. Yeah. So searching, unfriended, and stuff like that. Like searching uses like FaceTime, and it uses Skype, and unfriended uses Skype, and stuff like that. So they just like call them screen life movies. What's it going to take to get those type of movies more appealing to the mass audiences? Is it going to take a big director like I don't know Spielberg or they won't? I don't think any director Nolan like that would, would touch that. <laughs> I don't think they would touch that. But I could be wrong. I mean, you know, um, they've made movies that are shot completely on iPhones. Um, you know, uh, what is it? Was it Steven Soderbergh? Um, hang on, I think it's called. That's his name. Wow, that's cool. Hang on, I'm Soderbergh. 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 There's this movie called Unsane. Oh yeah, Steven Soderbergh. He made a movie called Unsane about a young woman is involuntary committed involuntarily committed to a mental institution where she's confronted by her greatest fear. But is it real? Project of, of her delusion. And the movie was shot, I believe, on an iPhone seven. It was shot in just ten days. iPhone seven. Yeah, the film was shot mostly on the iPhone seven. Plus used in 4K using the app Filmic Pro, which I've used before, though not entirely. So not the whole thing was was shot on iPhone. I remember what I was going to say, though. A lot of those movies um, that use screens mostly, like Unfriended and stuff, don't use the com- really don't use the computers or the screen, the cameras on the computers, right? They just shoot it like normal and yeah. then just add the graphics around it. So like mm-hmm. Searching, I don't know if y'all have seen Searching with uh, John Cho. It's a really freaking good movie and it's like a, a, a mystery detective type movie it's so good but like uh, every all of that is like shot on a camera but then they add those other graphics and stuff around it in post um so a lot of those movies aren't really shot on the actual cameras that mm-hmm. it seems like they're on that's a lot of the, say. a lot of the footage that's shot even for like if you if you watch a cell phone commercial for instance and you see like photos or video that's shot on the cell phone yeah, it's probably not shot. On. A lot of those aren't even shot on the actual cell phone. Yeah, they shoot them on, they shoot them on reds, and yeah. then they apply a bunch of filters to make it look like look a cell like phone. It was shot on the cell phone. Well, same with uh, sometimes they'll use like right, like old VHS, you know, camcorders. But a lot of times they won't. They'll just put it in four by three and add some sort of filter to it, make it look like it was shot on a old. 90s camcorder which those are pretty dope still i think i think commercials are the worst defenders of not making what's on cell phones or tv screens convincing well even cgi on commercials are not that good very true i actually should watch in one uh he's at the movies today i forgot what the commercial was about but it was a lion king thing so oh i think it was a car commercial because they were driving and they were singing akuta matata and then they have to stop abruptly because pumbaa timon and simba are walking across the street and I'm like, that doesn't even look like those. Like the, from the live action movie, not the cartoon, of course. But I was like, that doesn't even look like them. That's a, that's not even has has anything to do with what we're talking about, though. So, Jake, did you mention Eye in the Sky or a different movie? Uh, not Eye in the Sky. I I mentioned Eagle Eye. Eagle Eye. What's that one about? Um, Eagle Eye, starring Shia LaBeouf, is a 2008. I would call it like an action thriller movie, and it basically follows this. He's kind of like this university dropout, like no prospects kind of guy who gets chosen by 
an AI for an assassination mission. Mission, essentially, he has to uh, he has to go and he has to as uh, help assassinate is a blow up um, the majority of like Congress. Wow. Essentially, mm-hmm. and uh, and it tracks him through everything. It tracks him through his cell phone, through the street cams, through through the ATM machines. It blackmails him. It uh, frames him. It does all this stuff because the AI determined that he's the only one possible to do this mission. And it's a really good movie. It um, it yeah, stars Michelle Shia LaBeouf, yeah, Michelle and um, uh, uh, Michelle Monaghan, which I think is an incredibly underrated actress. Dude, she's so hot. She's she's uh, incredible, and she doesn't get she doesn't get nearly as good as many roles as she should. Um, so I know she's also in another tech movie called Source Code with uh, Jake. Oh Gyllenhaal. my god, I was That's so gonna movie. mention that movie. I was so about. I'll to let mention you mention it. Oh, okay, uh, I'll let you talk about it. Okay, uh, but Eagle Eye basically is a fantastic movie where he's framed and blackmailed to uh, to uh, like blow up Congress. Uh, Michelle Monaghan's character is also uh thrust in the same situation as he and so they have to work together to try to stop uh the the terrorist act that they're actively being forced into and like stop this ai it's really good i wonder if he succeeds not to check i don't want to spoil anything (laughs) but if you haven't seen it go see it it's it's an incredibly underrated sounds intense when you mentioned eagle i i i immediately thought of disturbia with shia labeouf oh yep yeah, that movie's that movie was pretty good. I saw it once, and that's all I needed to see it for. But it was actually not bad. Um, the other movie he was talking about was Source Code, and that movie has Jake Gyllenhaal and Michelle Monaghan in it. And I don't care for Jake Gyllenhaal, but like the movies he's in always turn out to be good movies. But I'm like, man, I wish they would have cast somebody else besides so Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, but the, this this movie's about I I think it's a, this guy who is not dead, but he's like I think he's like cut in half or something weird like that but they're using his they're they're basically connected to his brain i think so they can uh, use it to stop a train from blowing up they need to find a bomb is what it is and so the whole thing is he they keep having to uh, redo the scenario until he can find the bomb yeah basically basically he was like in a terrible like terrorist yeah, he was a military guy. He's a military guy, and he, and he was caught in like a in a mili- in a in a terrorist attack, mm-hmm. and so they replay his memories over and over and over. They somehow get him to go back in, kind of like Groundhog esque style, uh, and yeah. solve the mystery. And every time he dies, it, it starts over. Kind of yeah, sounds it, like that movie with Tom Cruise and is Emily Blunt, that sci-fi movie, and they have to start over and over as they keep. Oh on dying. yeah, yeah, yeah. Except this movie is actually good. <laughs> I don't. I forgot the name of other movie. I, saying, I don't even know what movie you're talking about, Zach. I know it, it's like I. We're for a movie podcast. We don't I think know it's based off a comic. Emily Blunt. Hang on, I'm looking it up. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Nah. Uh, it was. Yeah, that's it. Or in those it big. Lo- suits. It looks like it. Yeah. They I enjoy it. The movie I was thinking about. Oh, it's that's also, also a good movie. I, I take it back. The, this movie's good too. I was thinking of another one where he's like cloned a billion times. Oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Because I think I saw a list of technology movies and I saw Tom Cruise's mug on it. And it was like from what the 90s. I think. Random pair of people to be in a movie together. Freaking Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise. There's this movie. There's that's this movie. movie I was what, what's Oblivion? I know the it's video like, game. Not the video game. It's a movie. Oh. Oh. It's Oblivion. Okay. Yeah, that's it's what Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise in it. mm-hmm. and it's a bad movie. He's on another planet though, or something, right? Yeah. Okay. But he's like cloned or something. I don't know. Gotcha. I was thinking about that movie, The Edge of uh, Edge of Tomorrow. The Edge of Tomorrow is great. 
Oh, that's not really technology. That's, that is definitely sci-fi. Just looking at it. I mean, I guess the suits, I don't know what kind of suits they're wearing. If they're, yeah, I mean, that's if it's more like armor. I would say the Edge of Tomorrow definitely falls solidly under the category of sci-fi. There's this movie I saw called Eye in the Sky in 2015. I remember seeing it in theaters. I think it was in... <laughs> It was Montana at this time. Not that it matters, but uh, um, but Montana. Yes, okay. I was reporting there for a couple of years, but the movies it, kind of taking a look at the the morally uh, ethic uh, issue, ethical issues when it comes to using drones in war. So a lot of the movies shown from the perspective of oh planes thousand thousand miles up in the air and then of course from drone operators or could be anywhere in the world in this little cubicle type environment operating a drone in the middle east and so a lot of the movies shown from the perspective of a drone flying around lots of surveillance so i thought that was kind of pretty cool about contemporary warfare is portrayed in film without it always just we're just seeing it the, the the drones flying around we just we actually see from the perspective of those that are operating the the weapons so that's interesting i, I think that was another it's got example helen mirren. Yeah. mirren aaron paul and alan rickman alan rickman yes he's alan rickman he's so he's, good when did he die what year like gotta have been like 2017 or something like that i don't know I don't know. Uh, hang on. I, I, it wasn't that long ago. I can tell you that. I'm about to look it up. So a year after this movie was released. The first movie I saw him in was Dogma, and he was so freaking funny in that movie, which is a movie about he's he's it's got Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. It's a Kevin Smith movie. I know this isn't about technology, but um, it's just such a good movie. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, who are two angels that used to be in heaven, but then they got kicked out. And so they're trying to find a way back and they find a way back by going into a Catholic church, which is supposed to, when you walk through the threshold of Catholic church, supposed to wash your sins away, then they can die and get back in heaven. And so Alan Rickman is in it. He's an angel and he plays the voice of God, because if you hear the true voice of God, you'll die. So he's the one who plays the voice of God. And I was like, he was so freaking funny in it. Alan your Rickman. sins are, yeah. are given. <laughs> well, he doesn't, they don't ever say that. <laughs> they just, like, what, what it like is state. is, yeah. <laughs> what it is is like they they just should be able to pass through it and then die and go straight to heaven um, it's a very interesting movie like i don't i don't think a lot of it's true about the catholic church but i know that um some catholic church people protested the movie when it first came out so um it's just got a bunch of yeah and know. kevin smith protested along with them yeah he did he got in there and protested nobody knew who he was it's so funny yeah there's a there's a an interview with him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I read about that. Yeah, as if he's, as if he's, he's, a, he's a protester. Yeah, that's so funny. What a what a funny thing to do. Because like at that time he wasn't that big. He he had made a few, few movies, but like he wasn't that that well known. So he could do stuff like that. Now if he tried to do that, it'd be like Kevin Smith. What are you doing here? How about movies with like the absence of technology? I think of Harry Potter and I know the movies started out in the nineties or the first one did, but later on, not even when they're back in England or the UK, do we see any like, well, the first movie started out technology. I mean, I'm talking about like smartphones or tablets, just basic tablets. We don't see any of that. I'm not, I don't care if we're, we're talking about Harry Potter world, but just in the real life sequences, you don't see Dudley like browser, like distracted on a, on a phone or even uh, well, I mean, using modern technology i mean why is that why is it not not existent because it doesn't exist back then like and to, it, that movie came out in 2001 and we didn't we had cell phones but we didn't have touch screen phones you're talking it, about in the later movies oh I mean, there's, yeah. there's a bunch of them 
like the I evolution of film. I understand it's they're trying to just from an aesthetic, aesthetic uh, point, maybe not have that the focus, but I think that's an, an, another interesting uh, thing to analyze is like, for me, it's interesting. I think like, it's a movie that's taking place um, in the late 2000s or mid 2000s. There's these technologies that evolved. Maybe just people don't have uh, smartphones in this particular neighborhood or what? I mean, I think it's interesting to me. Um, there was this movie I saw, it was a, a bit of killer Santa Claus and it was a r- robot. Uh, this is back, I think last October or something. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah. And it's a, it has the aesthetic of an eighties film it has music that's from the eighties and has the grain as if it's an eighties flick, but it's set in modern time. So everyone just happens to look like they're grew up in the eighties and they don't, they have to use, they have minimal use of smartphones. You hardly see them, but you see more landline usage, which is crazy for a movie that's supposed to take place in modern day. So I, I like it when movie makers can make modern film without it seeming too modern. I don't know, modern. And like the business, I think everyone's just so obsessed with you know, smartphones these days and looking down. Remember the days where we just looked at, you know, waiting in the doctor's office, you had your magazines or the, I don't know, maybe the Bible for some people. Um, I hate uh, or, it personally. Or, 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 or people just looked, or looked, or looked at pictures on the wall. Um, I mean, that was just the, the the norm for people back then that didn't want to socialize or seem awkward. They would just look down at a magazine or do something else. I mean, it's I think smartphones and tablets have become the substitute for that, although a bit more interactive. Um, but when it comes to film and you see you know, le- the emphasis not on smartphones, when you, people are just walking around, I kind of appreciate that. I guess it just shows my you know, slight bias and the over-reliance and humanity when it comes to this technology. But we can't avoid it in some of the work life we do. When I was watching Black Mirror, there was an episode last night I was watching. It was really weird. They had these watches that like if something there's an emergency up in the space station, they had to get in this like chair. It's kind of like I don't know if y'all seen the movie Surrogate with uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, but it's kind of the same where they get in this chair and then they essentially the chair puts them to sleep and then they wake up. The, the robot version, the Android version, the, and then they wake up in the space station and then they go do their thing. Yeah. Um, so they have this, that like, that's, it's not very techie, this, this, this episode, even though it, you know, it just came out. But then like in the middle of the night, the phone rings and it's a landline that's like in the foyer, the foyer of their house. So he has to get up out of his bed and go into the front of the house and then answer the phone. And I was like, what the hell? It's like, why do they have that phone? And I thought maybe it was because like the whole program, the space program they were doing maybe um, was that's why they had it. Like they're like, you have, this is the only way we'll contact you on the phone um, because I didn't see a cell phone in their hand. I also didn't know it was in present time. I thought in this episode, like one guy was from like the sixties, and the other guy was from present times. It was really weird because of the way they dressed. And then they went to see a movie yep. in like a, a, an old movie theater. It wasn't a new movie theater. So I was like, I was like, Oh, this guy must be like, it was, it was really cool. Cause I was like, this guy must be from the sixties and this guy must be from present time somehow or another. And they're going to explain, no, they're both from present time and present yeah. day. And it was just it like was just uh, super into the aesthetic. Yeah. I mean, and, and it was just like his story was in that. Cause like, even okay, I'm I'm gonna spoil this a little bit. Um, this episode is that okay with you guys? Plug your ears, listeners. Okay. If you don't want to be spoiled. So Black like mirror spoilers coming up. <laughs> so like what happens is these two guys they live in different parts of the country, but they work together in the space station. So but they're it's their androids that live in the different parts of the country, and like one guy played by Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Um, he 
it seems like he lives in the 60s because his family, like there's some hippies that come in. They even call them hippies. And this is why it's one of the Culkin brothers. It was um, Kieran Culkin, I think. I like no, that guy. It was um, the other Culkin brother. What is his name? McCully. No, the other Culkin brother. There's Kevin. more than one. No, I don't know. That's Kevin McAllister you're thinking of. <laughs> um, Imagine on. being the less popular. Well, like Culkin. it's, yeah, it's just Culkin. And I'm almost positive there is another freaking Culkin. Anyway, it was him. I, I looked at him and I was like, man, that guy looks like Macaulay Culkin. So I looked him up and sure enough, it was one of them. Let's see. I'm about to find out which Culkin brother this was because it's going to bug me. What happens is these hippies, one of them played by Rory Culkin. There he is. Golly. Took forever. Rory Culkin. I knew there was a third Culkin brother. They, they, they kill or they knock the android Josh Hartnett out. And then he wakes up in space. He's like, holy crap. And he tries to go back to sleep and he goes back to sleep and he wakes back up. And then the hippie team kills the, his whole family and then kills the android. So he's just now he's just stuck in space. Wow. And so that's um, that's kind of what threw me off was like the way that they, they dress the aesthetic. But they were still in modern time from what I can understand. That's like, cool. Yeah, it was very, it was a very, and, and like, I like the whole time I'm thinking, oh, he's going to switch places with the guy and go kill the other guy. But they, they, that's not what happened. And I'm not going to spoil the rest of it for you, but it, it actually turned out a lot better than like, as far as ending a lot better than I anticipated. It was a lot of cool twists and stuff. Yeah. yeah I like when movies or TV can kind of have that kind of contrast between a, a look that we're, we're maybe more familiar with from a different era mixed with modern time. Yeah, and and from what I could t- understand or what could I what I could see was they were they lived in the same time period. Just the whole aesthetic and and the and like the way the wife was you know dressed and the way her hair was, and I was like, they have to be in the '60s, but I don't think they were. It's still bu- bugging me because I'm like, well, were they? I need to do, I need to do some research. Cool. Anything? Just Sorry. as we're wrapping up here, what would you like to see? Uh, done in the future when it comes to technology and movies keep bringing me the the these screen life movies i'm i'm totally off i'm all for it like there's an episode of modern family that used it and it was really funny because the whole time they're just looking for Haley. like the whole thing is about looking for Haley, and it's all done on phone screens and ipad screens computer screens um and so i'm just like i'm i'm kind of a sucker for it if and i just i looked up the 10 10 uh great movies that will t- tell their stories through a computer screen. And so I might try to see if I can find these movies and watch them. Cause I'm all about it, man. Um, number one is searching. If y'all haven't seen searching, you should watch it. Um, I'd so be yeah. down. Yeah. You talking about the, the, those type of movies makes me want to watch them. Well, I don't, I don't think I've seen one <laughs> funny, funny story. Um, I was, it was movie night with me and my friends and we were going to watch, I picked searching and like the movie, all these movies always start with like the opening of a, computer screen or whatever like they're typing in their password and they're logging on and stuff and my my nephew my friend's kid was just like let's let's watch something else <laughs> it's like you little bitch <laughs> but his mom got onto him she was like Asher, will you stop and then we wa- we kept watching it and i was like i was like yeah i wanted to try something different I, you know i didn't know if you guys would like it. she's like oh i loved it she's like i was on the edge of my seat the whole time i was like good because i really liked it and i actually showed it to some of my students and they really liked it um, you, you think it, that people love it? Everyone's on screens these days, or people are zooming, and it's like normal. I think it's just like it's it's just like it's not super. Like there are several movies that that use this, but like I, I think it's just not something people are like 
I don't, I don't want to say enthusiastic about being on zoom for one. Yeah. And so like to that, to them, it's like being on zoom, you're just watching people be on zoom or be on Skype or face, uh, FaceTime or something like that. And so I don't know. It, it might just, we have enough of that. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's kind of the point. Like people aren't ready to accept there's, you know, stories around this. And like, I I'm trying to, um, I really, there's a short film idea I have that revolves around screens too. So like, like it's just something that I really enjoy and, and want to try to create one, uh, try to, hence the word try. Um, so yeah, just keep giving me the, the screen life movies, if you will. And I'm totally okay. But yeah, I guess some stuff with like AI and like iRobot type stuff where there's always one that's not supposed, like that's not with the, the bunch and. I don't know if y'all have seen iRobot with... Um, yeah, it's a, one of the Hallmark Smiths. Yeah, of autonomous robots for That's sure. got Shia LaBeouf in it too. I know you like Shia LaBeouf there. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, sure Shia LaBeouf, and I, real quick, Shia yeah, little, little Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. Yeah, that's like almost even Steven Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, he, he's he's a good actor. I don't care what anybody says. Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf movies. Especially Shia LaBeouf like, now. He, real life. He's live in real life. He's crazy, but yeah. his movies are fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've watched some of his interviews now, and I, I enjoy listening to him talk because he's been through a lot of crap. But I mean, it's probably mostly self-inflicted crap. But you know, it's still interesting to listen to. And like his movies, especially uh, Peanut Butter Falcon and Honey Boy, I was like, he's a fairy. Like I really enjoy Shia LaBeouf. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, uh, Jake. Final thoughts: Technology, movies, future. Final thoughts: I am interested to see how we incorporate it. In future movies, as we continue to advance, that's only going to open up more opportunities for more stories. And uh, with how creative people already are, technology and its incorporation of how both it's presented in and, uh, you know, the use of it to make films. I, can, I can't wait to see where it goes. Justin, want to close it out? Sure. Uh, so that is the end of this episode. Um, if you enjoyed it, please let us know. If you didn't enjoy it, please let us know. Uh, you can hit us up on any social media that um, is Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, Twitter, or X. Um, and I guess I guess we could start a Threads. Um, no. Just, it's oversaturated no, the social media uh, market. Right. I don't need another one. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, the big four. OnlyFans Twitter. is only, still on its on its way. Jesus Christ, Zach. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, you can also hit us or check us out on um, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music and YouTube again. So, yeah, if you um, have any ideas for episodes, then uh, check us out or let us know. And um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll do something with it for sure. We'll consider. Uh, so yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's it for this week. And you guys have a fantastic day. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.